Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. I feel great. Uh... I think there's been a lot of good games now, and uh, I feel like the team is playing or is playing well uh, in front of me. You know, the results are not what we want, but um, you know, from my perspective, I feel like we've been pretty solid defensively, and that's a, you know, it helps my game too. It's nice to hear someone say they feel great. I feel great too. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Happy birthday, Dylan Cousins, Marty Baron. Will he get his first as a 23-year-old on Saturday afternoon against the Blues? I sure hope so. I mean, uh, you look at Dylan Cousins and he, he wants to produce and he puts a lot of pressure on himself. And there's been some, some periods of times this year where it's been good. And there's been some periods of time where it hasn't been good. But uh, happy birthday, Dylan Cousins, 23. He's still only 23 years old. I think of what I was doing when I was 23 years old. And uh, yeah, I was like backing up Dominic Hashek basically that one season. And, you know, there was still so much unknown to my game and what I could do. Um, so we don't have that much unknown on Dylan Cousins. We know that he can be a really impactful player. This year, it's been hot, cold, hot, cold. It hasn't been where he wants to be, but there's still a lot, a lot of time for Dylan Cousins to uh, be the impactful player that we want him to be. Do you believe he has appeared faster in recent games? And by that, that can mean moving the puck, but also moving the feet. What have you seen? Um, yes, I, I believe that he... So there's two things when we look at speed. There is actual let's race like you and i put our skates on let's start on the goal line let's see who gets to the end of the uh the, the rank faster 200 feet let's go and there's quickness in playing um and quickness in moving the puck uh and, and i feel that early in the season and still now at times the sabers as a team they slow things down they mm -hmm. slow things down they slow things down which I don't think Don Grando likes it, and I don't like it myself because I'm like, okay, why are we slowing things down? Um, but when you see Dylan skate and his head is tilted forward and his, his legs are powerful and he's crouched down like he's really, really good when he gets low, then it's a big difference. And then he moves the puck quickly. And a lot of that was, okay, the, com the comfort level that he had with Quinn and Paterka. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it helped him gain more of that confidence. Now Quinn is gone, so he still has that with Paterka. And they did with Benson in the last game, which was great. Hopefully that keeps going. But I do feel that there's a, a quickness that 
he's gained now that he had all last year. He didn't have in the first half of the season. There doesn't appear to be much in the way of potential changes here to the Lions as they get ready for the Blues at 1 p.m. tomorrow. Remember, the game's not only here on WGR, but it's on ABC. Um, I, I guess the challenge would be for Tage Thompson, right? Um, this wouldn't surprise anyone, but in the quest to have balance and because of injuries, you know, you've seen Tuck moved off of the line. Yeah. Opozo is up there and they're not getting as high of an expected goals for percentage per game with that than they were when Tuck was there. Yeah. But it's a double um, unfortunate situation in that it's coinciding with Jeff Skinner trying to work his way back from injury and he hasn't looked the same. So that's kind of why I identify Thompson here for you as far as what Tage can do to try to bring them along and maintain a Tage-like level here. Um, yeah, so when I look at the lines and I'm thinking, okay, I do like the middle stat Greenway Tuck line for what they can do. Is that going to mean that and Tuck is going to have, to have a somebody like a score yes. or somebody? Yes. That, and the size on that line is, is significant with mm-hmm. Greenway and Tuck. And I think Casey has played really good. Uh, not only, um, you know, in the middle of those two, but on the wall, getting pucks, getting the help from Greenway and Tuck whenever it needs. So I do like that line. Is it going to bring Tuck to the, to the scoring level or the points total that he did have last year with Thompson and Skinner? Probably not, but they're a, a really solid support system line that, that can give you that extra boost, right? And now you got Cousins and Paterka and Benson, I think, can continue their playing that way. Unfortunately, with you, you, you hit a bit of a rut is, okay, Skinner coming back from injury. Thompson, Kevin Adams said on the pregame the other day, Tate Thompson has had to deal with injuries all season long now you know he looks better now um but it's still you know when you have skinner that's working his way back from injuries and you have caloposo who's you know, cal as as an abilities in itself that can be valuable but i don't know that they fit the thompson skinner line in mm-hmm. the way that they play so now you you're you're taking a step back right so wouldn't it be great if I don't know if you had that that extra winger, right? That that extra person, and maybe it maybe it's through you know your system, right? Maybe it's Roseanne, Kulik, uh, Rusek, whatever that could come in and give that line that boost. Um, being with Thompson and Skinner, I it's it's unfortunate. So you kind of always hit that. Oh, there's like there's a pebble in the in the rotor that that keeps getting stuck. Yeah, it's a, it's one way to put it. That's actually how I felt yesterday uh, on my blades zipping around LA here <laughs> you, you know when people say uh oh it's like a that's that city's gritty you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's true here it's very gritty <laughs> it's 100% true it's no. sand it's all the sand grit and then some there's just but I did you know amidst my travels I eventually found like a newer kind of bike lane through the city and I only sampled it, so I've got a lot of miles to go here today. To, Can I tell you to, a, a, a quick story, rollerblading-wise? We used to rollerblade in the summer around the Gaetan Boucher Oval, oh, right? Wow. That's a, yeah. a famous speed skater, Canadian speed skater in, in Quebec City. And in the summertime, it's just cement. So you could rollerblade on this big oval, right, for long track speed skating. And I had the crappiest of rollerblades and it would take me like so much longer to do one lap or to do two laps. Like all my buddies would go and that was our training. I'd be exhausted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they told me, look, 
your wheels may be a little too tight, which makes it hard to run, right? So loosen them up a little bit and maybe they'll roll better. So I take a couple of wrenches and I loosen them up and I'm like, this is great. Like I'm feeling good. Well, I wasn't even a lap in or whatnot. I lost, lost two wheels. Wheel. <laughs> <laughs> because they got too loose. I lost like literally one skate. The front and the middle wheel just came right out. <laughs> well, that's terrifying to lose the front one. And I, when I was on on kind of standard four-wheel blades, I yeah. lost a wheel when I was out and had no idea I lost it. Oh, that's no. How crazy. Yeah. Um, but I've I've since gone to faster three-wheel blades they have bigger oh. wheels and they're faster but that also makes it far more challenging trying to stop in a very hilly <laughs> los angeles so anyway enough of that um skating is important that's the key message here whether it's you know uh, maybe, maybe dylan a, cousins has gone to the three wheels fastest uh fastest blade but it's hard to stop so that's yeah. the thing <laughs> so we, we've got sabers and blues tomorrow buffalo remains 10 points out in the east st louis of course is right there in the western conference five teams just packed in right around the two yep. wild card spots we'll talk to shana goldman about that and a lot more at the bottom of the hour the amherst it's pride night tonight in rochester as they are hosting syracuse and of course if we're talking about standings and how one or two games can really change the picture of the North Division. Certainly that's the case here for Rochester as they get set for this busy weekend that starts tonight at 7.05. You can go to amherst.com slash promo to learn more about tonight's Pride Night. And of course, we're talking about, you know, the development and you referenced, Marty, like maybe that next winger to add a scoring dynamic here for the Sabres comes up from the Amherst. Obviously, Nathan Page has been there as uh, an assistant coach all season, and he's joining us now to give us a little more insight into the team and uh, what's straight ahead. I Nathan thought you were going to say Pacer has been there as a winger, as a center, as a defenseman. <laughs> the only thing he hasn't been is a goalie. That is about <laughs> and at it. times he tried. At times he tried. <laughs> that was just me falling down in front of the net. <laughs> oh, man. Nathan, you you had a, it's great to see you, by the way. Thank you for this. Um, you obviously um, have been with the organization again for a while and certainly in a development role and then now as an assistant coach. Um, how how do you view, you know, kind of um, how these kids take that next step? And not like, because now like you're, you're hands-on in game, you know, on the bench with them, as opposed to trying to teach them the habits in their development to become a pro. What's that been like? Oh, it's been, it's been amazing. It's just to be able to work with some of the guys that I work through development. But I think one of the biggest transitions you'll see with a lot of young players is they're coming from Europe or a college schedule and the grind of a pro hockey season. So it's keeping that mental side, keeping them sharp, keeping their bodies, taking care of their bodies, what it takes to be a pro day in, day out. And it's an adjustment for a lot of the younger guys and it takes time. And unfortunately we have an amazing group of young prospects, uh, just great kids to work with too. So it makes our job a lot easier. Now, from the time that you were playing and, and right now as a coach, when a player gets called up, I, I I remember myself in Buffalo, like when I was in Rochester and somebody would get called up thinking, I hope I get that call up next, right? But it was a goaltending situation, so it's totally different. But when a winger gets called up and you're a winger on the team or a defenseman gets called up, like Rand Johnson or Kulik or Roseanne or whatnot, Brett Murray got called up. Do you sense that there is that added, like, oh, I want to be the next guy? Like, is that a feeling that you sense as a coach? Because I'm sure you sensed it as a player when guys used to get called up and you're like, I want to be the next one there. 
Yeah, that's the drive it takes to get to that next level. Obviously, it's a step going up to the NHL, and everybody wants to be there. That's the best league in the world. Uh, but the group is so tight down here, too. They're all so excited when somebody gets called up. Obviously, they want to be that guy. They want their name called. They want to go prove that they belong up in the NHL. But you see, anytime one of our guys gets called up, there's genuine, enthusiastic uh, approach from everybody else on the team. They're excited for him. They go up and watch if they can, or they're all watching on TV. They're cheering on their teammates. Nathan, do you think um, the I think I would say it's normal now um, the videos that we often see before the game, right? The reading of the lineup, whether it's a player, whether it's a special uh, person in the community getting an opportunity to do it, and then the post game videos where you see somebody getting called up or somebody being bestowed player of the game by their teammates. Do you think this is really, really like? comfortable now for today's generation of players and it just I don't know it's just a it's a new way to view these players because it's in the room and we never used to see this kind of stuff yeah it's just an energy and apps does a great job creating that culture he's built in the last few years and it's it's a tight group down here and that's why they've had success the last few years and you can feel that before and after the games and I'll say this, the one thing coming from player development back into coaching uh, being on that bench being in that locker room that that energy that you get after a game or before a game, there's just nothing that replaces it. And as of being back on a coach and being in the locker room after a big win, there's just that feeling of group togetherness that something was accomplished. So you just can't replace it. How bad is that Eagle head head smelling right now? Every time somebody wins it, they put it on their heads and it's sweaty and it, it gets carried on the bus and in the bag. And I like, how bad is it smelling? I'm not putting that anywhere near my face, so I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not putting that thing on, but I'm hoping Steggy or Carl, somebody's cleaning it between, <laughs> between uh, a couple of trips to the, the dry cleaner or something. Oh, yeah, because guys are just right after a game, fully sweaty. Uh, you know, as a goalie, you sweat even more, and then you throw that thing on after. It's. I'm hoping they're sanitizing it. Uh, no question. Hey, what, um, I, I don't, I should know this, but I don't know if Novikov has been bestowed that uh, beautiful Eagle head yet, but I'm curious, uh, what you have thought of, uh, of his game here in his first year in North America. Well, he actually did. He got it after the game. He got scored his first goal. I don't know yeah. if you yep. saw that one, a nice little jumping on the play. The one advantage I think he's had over a lot that he played in the KHL the last two seasons. So he's played with men at a high level and you can see he's comfortable playing with men. He's still extremely young. The pro hockey is difficult for a 20, any 20 year old defenseman. It's probably a greater transition than usually for a forward and goaltending maybe even longer as Marty knows it. Those positions take a little more time and he stepped in and played a big role for us. And and the encouraging thing is is he's gotten better every day Uh, from the start of the season to now he's playing a bigger bigger role the last probably three four weeks he's been excellent on the penalty kill you know really taking pride in in that side of the game and that's where you see him moving forward and you know that's his path to the NHL he's six three six four he's a big defenseman and he's got a long ways to grow physically too because he's so young and when he keeps putting on muscle you know there's a lot to work with there and he's he's an amazing kid I mean smiles fist bumps he's just a great teammate the boys love being around him and he's got that kind of enthusiasm about him that young energy worried about letting someone else pick out the 
perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That guy's gravitate towards. Yeah, I think he is uh, a very, very well-liked player, and I can't wait to see him in Buffalo. Here's the problem. He's a left-shot defenseman. <laughs> and we have Darlene Power, Samuelson, Ryan Johnson. Like we, There's a ton of left-shot defensemen in the organization. Um, does he play right? Does he feel comfortable on the right side? Um, and, and, and that's part one of the question. And, Pacher, second part is, does it matter? Right shot, left shot. I still think it matters. I've talked to a lot of defensemen that say it matters. Some people say, people say it doesn't. What do you think? Does it matter? Three lefty, three righty, try to balance it out. Well, he's comfortable playing. He's he's very good on his backhand, making backhand passes. We've had him primarily on the left side this year. We, we're yeah. fortunate we got four righty D-man right now, so we're capable of doing that. But, Marty, you remember my rookie season with you in Buffalo. We won the President's Trophy in six of our seven, and basically seven of our eight D-men were lefties. So, yeah. obviously, it worked. It depends on on who it is. You remember Tony, I mean, he was probably the, he's better on his backhand side because he had that backhand flipper. So it's about who you have. you got guys like Dolls and OP who are so talented that I think they're pretty comfortable playing on their offside and they're moving around. The game's changed too, where demon are so active in the ozone that you're switching sides. You got to be able, no matter if you're left shot, right shot, to be able to play both sides any given time because it's a five-man attack now. It's not just a three forwards and a D-man, two D-men in the Ozone. We talked to Connor Clifton about that, uh, you know, on this show, and he mentioned to him that the options were easier to see on transition being on the right side of the ice. So what is the biggest challenge to develop if you are a defenseman playing on your offside? Is it transition? Is it offensive zone? Is it even like going back to get the puck in the corner? What's the biggest you, – you, Put your player development hat on and, and think of what's the biggest challenge uh, and thing to work on for those defensemen playing their off wing. De definitely transition is the most difficult part because if you're skating up along the wall, you get kind of trapped and you don't really have that cross ice pass if somebody takes a good angle. So that's something working. we work with guys just jumping quick in transition, trying to get off the wall and not painting yourself into the wall because if you get trapped on your back end, it can be difficult. And then guys here, what I, one thing I've worked on with a lot of our guys is being able to make that quick bump pass on your back end. There's just no time and space to, it used to be the old school mentality, D-man, get it on your forehand all the time, get it on your forehand, don't make a backhand pass. And that's just, there's no time for that anymore. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to make a backhand pass just as well as you make a forehand pass. So that is something we've actually specialized and worked with the D-man, uh, you know, on splits at the end of practice, sometimes before practice, just getting guys comfortable 
to retrieving those pucks. Because even if you're playing your strong side, how many times does your other guy stand up and you're getting that puck on the opposite side on your back end? You have to be able to make that little play. Nathan, it's funny um, how the game has evolved and we can now describe you know, the mid twenties guys as veterans, <laughs> but you have many of those defense. I mean, I think back to training camp this year and through the preseason games, and it was a long time before the Sabres made their decisions. You know, they were carrying 10, 12 guys on the blue line in the preseason there. Um, and so you've had Stillman and you've had Clegg and Davies and Saconian guys like this, like how, how hard is it for you to manage them and their expectations at this stage in their careers because they're not they've not given up on on the dream of getting back to the nhl here no i mean that's the job in the ahl that's what coaches are here for we're trying to get everybody back in the nhl our job is develop whether it's a 19 year old an 18 year old or a 30 year old just make them better and hopefully transition them into nhl players that's that's what we're here for working on anything we can work on with those guys at the start of the year we had a lot of demand down here and had a bit of a rotation and that's we had some have difficult conversations and keeping those guys engaged part of it in the line where we can. And it's difficult. And you see a guy that's been in the NHL for a while, then he comes back. The HL is a different league. It's there, it's a little more chaotic, it's younger, whereas the NHL is probably more structured. You're playing more games, less practice. The fortunate thing with the HL, we have more practice time. So we can really you know, narrow in on those things that we see these players need to get to that next level. So fortunately for us, we get that extra reps with these guys of anything that we think is holding them back from getting back to the NHL. Home and home with Syracuse. Um, do you guys like those back and forth, uh, you know, playing the same team? I We used to play Syracuse 12 times. We used to play like Albany 12 times, Hamilton 10. Like it just, at some point you get sick and tired of it, but Playing them in back-to-back nights, right? Home and home, that was always fun. How uh, how do you see it as a coach? Is it easy to prepare because you don't have to do double the video and double the, the pre-scout? <laughs> it's actually the coach's dream because uh, <laughs> you get the pre-scout and then you're going to watch the game over after anyways and get your clips and then it's automatically built in for the next night. So it's almost half the work. So, But it's going to be a battle. We got Syracuse 12 times this year and Utica 12 times. Yeah. And those are, they got older teams, heavy teams, and it's a, it's a test for our guys. And we know every time we play them, it's going to be a battle and we have to be ready at the drop of the puck. Goals aren't going to come easy. They, they have a big older decor for this level. And it's a good test for our younger forwards to have to get in the inside and play against those guys that you'll see more at the NHL level, a lot of bigger D man, and it's harder to score. So it's great for their development to play teams like that. And you know, it's, it'll be a good test for us tonight. I think I saw Levi is going tonight, right? How has he been? He's been great. He's been excellent. Uh, Since he's come back, he said, he had, uh, we lost two one to Syracuse, but he played great. And we just couldn't find a way to score. Like I said, it's going to be hard for us tonight. And then uh, back in his hometown in Lavelle, he, uh, he, we won uh three, one with an empty netter, but again, yeah. another solid start. He's just looked calm. His angles are, are, are spot on, you know, he's covering rebounds. He's, and he's, you know, he's Levi. He's happy to be here every day. He's got a great personality, <laughs> you know, <laughs> So it's he's been great typical. Out. I can't say typical French guy because he's technically not a French guy, but typical Quebec guy. Just happy to be there. Just <laughs> yeah. Put me in the crease. Let me play games. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Nathan, um, I know we don't really talk about uh, this player um, as a prospect per se, because he's not signed to a NHL deal yet, but what, a, and you mentioned that rotation at the start of the year. Uh, how would you describe Zach Metza and just how he is uh 
become a, a full-time pro? Yeah, I mean, there's a reason he was a captain of a national championship team. His work ethic and attention to detail every day, he comes to the rank every day planning on getting better. And he's done that. It was like all these other players, college schedule is different and turning to pro is different. And it's it's difficult for a guy at his size. He's got to be that much better. It just is what it is when you're a defenseman. If you're undersized, you got to be your pass has got to be on. You've got to be able to break out pucks. And as the season's gone on, he's had some big games for us. And unfortunately, we lost him for the last game. He was hurt blocking a shot. Another thing he's been really good at in the penalty kill, blocking shots. There's no fear in his game. Uh, but we'll have him back tonight, and I'm excited to have him in the lineup. He, he brings an element, and he just has that winning pedigree to him. There's, mm-hmm. you know, winners win, and he's just one of those guys. How's the three-on-three game going, coaches versus players? You guys got a lot of bodies, so I'm sure there's uh, some uh, high-end competition, intense competition after practice. Well, Marty, we got a four-game win streak on the coaches' side, but <laughs> I, you'll love this one because you played with him. Vinny brought his gear back from Tampa a month ago, and he goes <laughs> full gear. He's got the full gear on for morning skates, buzzing around for the game. <laughs> you would love it. You got to come watch at least once. Oh, oh, I got to go down for a morning skate and check it out. I, I, Vinny Prospo is one of my all time favorite person. Uh, and it just like, just because I sat next to him in the locker room in Philly when he first got traded there and in New York and, uh, he is sneaky, funny. Uh, but yeah, I love him. Yeah. Oh, he Great brings stuff. it. It's intense. There's a reason we're on a winning streak. He goes to the yeah. net hard still. He wanted, he had to get the gear on because he was frustrated. He couldn't crash the net with no gear on. <laughs> Amazing. Well, continued success, Nathan. Thank you for joining us today. <clears throat> All right, thanks, guys. Good seeing you. Nathan Pate, uh, Amherst assistant coach, and we talk about where they are in the standings and uh, we'll reassess on Monday after this uh, back-to-back with Syracuse. The Sabres are home on Saturday afternoon. That's tomorrow at 1. The Blues are in, and we started the show with uh, Dylan Cousins' birthday celebration. We want you to celebrate Sabretooths tomorrow. First 5,000 kids in attendance to receive a Sabretooth pillowcase. And there will be, of course, kid-friendly activations through the afternoon. Visit sabres.com slash tickets to purchase yours today. Marty. How old is Sabretooth? Because when somebody turns, you know, 30, 40, 25, whatever, yeah. I always like to go back and see, oh, what were the movies, the music that year, this, that, the other thing. But I can't do that with Sabretooth. I don't know. Is he 100? Is he 80? Is he 30? Like, what? Like, when's, wasn't Sabretooth originally, like, brought in for the bandits? Yeah, that sounds about right. I think he was brought in for the bandits because he had the orange and black, right? He was very orange and black. And I think he was brought in for the bandits and then transitioned over to the Sabres and it just took off. Like he was the saber tooth tiger, right? I think that's a product of the grunge era. uh, Oh, a product of the grunge era. Okay. Mm -hmm. I think that's very, very nineties. Yeah. But, but I, I want to say that as on his bio, whenever they do the all-star game, uh, you know, bio with the mascots, it says age unknown. So I, I'm on a mission to find out how old, how many candles do we need to put on Sabretooth's cake? <laughs> well, I think uh, this is a terrible segue, but um, when you mention <laughs> age, I can only think of Alex Ovechkin. And he's now a talking point because he's hot again. Yeah. But guess what? The team can't win when he produces. So I'm very curious about this dynamic and what it means with the Capitals who have lost six in a row and what will they do at the trade deadline, which is less than a month away. I suppose from a Capitals standpoint, this is a 
It's a good case scenario that even if the team is floundering, people might still be coming to make sure they watch Ovi on a regular basis. Can he get to 20? Can he get right. to 24, he, sure he 25? Will. I mean, he's scored in three straight. I, I'm going to guess 25 now that he's convinced me that I was wrong mm-hmm. a month ago, but you're you're not 100% sure. But this is all part of the big picture NHL discussion, which is coming up next with Shannon Goldman, who has uh, had her byline in a very, very impressive place of late. That's next here on Sabres Live. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.